Hello, boys. Hello, Deborah. As your therapist, why am I here on the podcast today? Because he needs therapy and he's... Because we both said some mean things. Things that we shouldn't have said. And things that we don't actually mean. You because... said you weren't going to say that. Well, if boys, you liked up more boys, than you liked... Boys, this is not productive. It's not getting us toward our end goal of trying to resolve some of these issues between the two of you. You're actually embarrassing yourselves. But more importantly, you're embarrassing me. And I just can't be a part of that. So... Would you like to continue with me here? Yes, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. We're, we're sorry. All right. So why don't we get started? And it's okay if I start with Alex. Okay. Yes. So Alex, Andrew said some hurtful things to you the other day in the podcast. Yeah. That really made you, you know, I could tell it bothered you. So would you like to talk to me about that? He said I looked like the bird Kevin from Up. I am familiar with him. But he said I was uglier than him. <laughs> Please. Okay, continue. Sorry. He also said that I was about as smart as the bird. How did that make you feel? It really hurt my feelings. I can understand that. Okay, can you hold that thought for a minute? Mm-hmm. And um, That was a very nice job of being honest. I appreciate that. That's how we heal and how we get better and make him aware of what's going on inside of you you know he doesn't know if you don't tell him so that good job good 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 job so is it okay if i leave you for a moment and i'm gonna talk with andrew okay so andrew um so i've been watching the podcast so i'd have a feel of what i needed to help you guys with and alex recently said that the last jedi was better than the prequel Star Wars movies. And I know that was a tough comment. So how, how did that make you feel? I mean, he's, he says a lot of things that are, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, it made me upset, honestly. Um, it's hard to understand um, a take that's that bad. And it makes you feel like you're not talking to a human. I feel like I'm sitting across from a monster. Hey, hey, that's a little much, don't you think? I, I, I think you're a little over the top there. You know, um, you can't talk about your co-host like that just because he has a, an opinion. Okay, well, what if his opinions are psychotic and wrong and terrible and vile and evil? And You know, that doesn't matter because your opinions may not be right either. You can't dictate that his opinions are wrong. Okay, you need to treat him the way you want to be treated. It's called the Golden Rule. Are you familiar with that? I am. Okay. How did you learn that? My mother taught it to me. Okay. So do you employ that on a day-to-day basis in your life? I try. It's just somewhat difficult with Alex Azor. Okay. Well, what really matters, I need you to keep working on that. And what really matters is that this is a good person. And he has a good little heart right here. And he's trying very hard to be your friend. Yeah, f*** you. Alex, language. Have we not discussed that? We have. Back here on Thursday when you were in my office, we discussed it specifically that you were not going to do that anymore, that you were going to make an effort. That doesn't sound like an effort to me. I'm, I'm disappointed. Has, has, he, has he made an effort to stop watching horse porn? Uh, excuse me? That is a private matter. And what, we have lots of issues that we're working through with Alex. But... That comes under patient-client confidentiality. The only reason I was able to bring that one up about his language is because he specifically said it was okay and that he wanted me, he knew I would have to reprimand him in public to try to correct that problem. Anything else is off the table for discussion. What do we do to heal? Good question. So uh, if this is something that y'all both want, I think we should start here today with this episode of the podcast, and it's going to be one about positivity which means there will be no hot takes, no arguing. It's just going to be about love. Welcome back to the Escape Pod. Thank you for escaping with us. That's Alex. I'm Andrew. And as always, with great power comes great positive ability. Woo! 
That's what we're doing today. It's a positive episode today. You just saw a therapy session with our therapist, Deborah the Therapist. Round of applause for Deborah. Thank you for coming on, Deborah. And we're in a great mood, which means that you guys are winning. We're doing a giveaway. We're doing a giveaway. Andrew, you want to grab that shirt right behind you. Absolutely. Everybody has been commenting about the Kang the Conqueror shirt that I was wearing in the latest, not the latest episode, two episodes ago. This Kang the Conqueror shirt is, turn it around. Boom. Boom. We are giving it away to one lucky subscriber, follower, whatever you do. So what we need in order to give that shirt away is... 1,000 Instagram followers, 20,000 TikTok followers, and 2,000 YouTube subscribers. As soon as we hit those numbers, we will pick a winner. The way to enter uh, is the link in the description. We'll put the link everywhere on all of our socials. Our socials are right here. Um, It will take you to a website uh, with one of those giveaway things where you can enter a bunch of different ways by following us on Twitter, by following us on Instagram by liking certain things, by answering some questions, and each thing you do is another entry. Um, And good luck. And we have more giveaways in mind, bigger giveaways for bigger numbers and and fun things like that. So we'll be doing these semi-consistently, but there's some positivity for you guys. You're getting a shirt and uh, some, some more stuff in the future. This giveaway is brought to you by our friends at Vintage X Rush. And if unfortunately you aren't able to win the extra large Kang the Conqueror all over print shirt, you can buy one from them. Their Instagram is Vintage Rush. And if you win and the extra large shirt doesn't sound appealing to you or you can't wear it, whatever, um, we, we'll, we'll sign something. We'll either, yeah, we'll, we'll sign something that you, whatever you say, and we'll put it in there if you want that. I don't know if you will want that. We'll but, take care of you. Yeah, we'll take care of you. All right. Some positivity. Let's keep it going. We're yes. going to talk about things that we like together. Love. Yes. Okay? A lot of people are saying that I don't like anything. People are saying that you're wrong for liking things. Yeah. I obviously disagree with them, but no yeah. disagreements today, baby. Yeah, we're talking about things that we love. So you want to start or shall I? Uh, let's, do, let's do top four movies of all time. Let's do it. Uh, Letterboxd 4, baby. Yeah, this is our, let's clarify, favorite movies of all time. Not saying that they're the best movies of yes, all time. Yes, because as much as I love all of these four movies, none of them are probably better than Citizen Kane, which is a movie I also adore. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Yep. So I'll let you start. Sure. All right. So number one for me is The Avengers. We all know it. We all know it. We all love it. Got me into the MCU mm-hmm. uh, for years. I literally memorized every single word. I memorized the Russian um, Nia Did you really? Yes, I did. Um, so, uh, what it, it's just the Marvel movie for me. It's yeah, super it's, important. It's, it's great. It's great. My favorite movie of all time, Empire Strikes Back. I will go so far as to say is I think it's one of the best movies of all time on top of being my favorite movie. Yep. It's the perfect Star Wars movie. Yep. It's 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 hilarious. It yep. might be the funniest Star Wars Laugh movie. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your taunt will freeze before you reach the next marker. Then I'll see you in hell. Yeah, <laughs> so good. And I thought these things smelled bad on the outside. It's so good. It's so quotable. It's so awesome. It's got all of the power and the momentum from New Hope, but it just carries it. It just does so well. It's the best cliffhanger ever. It's the best twist in cinema history it's just the best i love empire strikes back it's great number two for me is the greatest showman we got it on the set this really pissed people off on the internet people were very upset Uh, we we've had a lot of hot takes uh we've had videos you got really bullied for i got uh, like greatest showman this was not even a clip like we have clips we're both like oh that's gonna really piss off the internet (laughs) Uh, this was a clip that didn't even enter my mind that people would have a problem with. no i just wanted to know people's favorite movies we got hate comment after hate comment after like duets calling me an idiot for liking greatest showman greatest showman has a very special place in my heart i can talk about it another time i have lots of reasons for liking that movie um so it is my number two yeah yeah hell yeah uh, my number two, War for the Planet of the Apes. I didn't see too much hate for this, but a lot of people are disagreeing with me. Have you seen it? I just watched it with you. Yeah. N- last week. 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people think it's a masterpiece. It's really, really good. I saw him cry. It's really good. It is really good. I really enjoyed it's, it. It's really good. Like, if you, uh, yeah, just watch it, maybe. It's real good. The trilogy, real good. Yeah, the trilogy. That, that is, one's my favorite. I enjoyed watching those movies with yeah. you. I'd, I'd never seen them. Yeah, hell yeah. Number three for me is Emperor's New Groove. Yep. This is another one that I kind of grew up with. Yep. I think it's and it's my personal favorite animated movie of all time. Yeah, hell yeah. Very short movie, very hilarious movie. I yep. can't think of a movie that's much funnier than it. 
I could almost memorize this movie really, really easily. I think Kronk is hilarious. I think Cusco is hilarious. It's got a heart. It's got a good meaning and message to it. And it's a great, it's just a great solid Disney animated movie and my personal favorite. Yeah, hell yeah. My number three is uh, Parasite 2019. Haven't seen it, want to. The film that won Best Picture. Um, uh, You know, I saw it and there's there's another film that um, from 2016 called The Handmaiden. And I had seen The Handmaiden and I thought, oh, this Parasite movie reminds me a lot of The Handmaiden, but I like it so much better. So it definitely borrows from The Handmaiden. It for sure does. But I like Parasite so much better. Easily one of my favorite movies of all time. I saw that movie and everybody was telling me how, how great it would be. I actually have a great story. I feel that I, I feel very strongly that I helped it win, win the Oscar. I voted for it at Cannes. Um, but everybody at Cannes was talking about that movie. And so it was kind of built up for me. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, this exploded my expectations. I've never... I. For the next two months before the movie came out, I was showing everybody my digital copy that I had on my on my computer. I, I showed my mom. I showed my brother. I showed my girlfriend. I showed my friends. I showed everybody that movie. I love Parasite. So glad it won the Oscar. Masterpiece. Yep. Number four for me, this is a movie I have seen within the last year, so I might have recency biased and... and- Choosing a top four favorite movies of all time is extremely difficult. I love so many movies. Absolutely. Um, but for right now, for this list, I'm going to put this in here because I love it so much. Uh, About Time. Yeah. Rachel McAdams, Dom Hall Gleason. Um, Probably my favorite rom-com of all time. Yeah. One, for similarly the same reasons I like Greatest Showman for the message of, of uh, kind of like following your dreams. and well, That's not really About Time, but About Time is like appreciating each day that you have and the love story in there. Um, it'll make you cry. It'll make you feel. Um, it'll make you view life a little bit differently, and I think it's in a good way. Um, that movie has a lot of heart, and I like it a lot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put that at number four for right now. Yeah, hell yeah. And then uh, uh, my number four, give me uh, the Social Network. Uh, uh, Aaron Sorkin's best script of his life. David Fincher, in my opinion, his best uh, uh, directorial campaign. That movie is unbelievable. It's pacing, everything. That movie is quick. It moves. I can't say enough good things about it. It's, in my opinion, Andrew Garfield's best performance of his life. Mark Zuckerberg is phenomenal. Jesse Eisenberg is (laughs) phenomenal as Mark Zuckerberg. I know that the story isn't accurate. I don't care. I just love the movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to top four directors real quick. Yeah, yeah, let's go. All uh, right, so you uh, you started the yep, last one. It. So so uh, uh, are we starting from four or we're starting at one? Let's start with either one. Yeah, all right, I'll start at one. Christopher Nolan is by far my favorite director. And it's, you haven't even seen Interstellar. I haven't seen Interstellar. It is the only Nolan I haven't seen. I've heard great things. I just boycott Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love Nolan so much. I mean, The Dark Knight is, is probably my five. Yeah. You know, my fifth favorite movie. Yeah. Inception is my favorite movie I don't consider perfect. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on. I love Tenet a lot more than everybody else. The Prestige is one of the best twists of all time. I can't say enough good things about Nolan. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's my number one, clearly. Number one, this is, uh, I mean, you can't fault me for this one, Spielberg. Yeah. No, Holy yeah, crap. Can't, yep. So good. Legend. I mean, Legend just, of just the sport. so many hits after hits after hits Absolutely. after hits. Absolutely. The original Jurassic Park, one Jurassic of my favorite Park. movies of all time. Jaws. Yeah. Jaws. Masterpiece. I mean, so good. All Indiana Jones. Oh my gosh. I mean, he's a kid. It's a real travesty. I don't know if you know this. It's one of the things that upsets me the most about Star Wars is he was going to direct Return of the Jedi. Ooh. But he did not. Darn. Yes. Would have yeah. been, been fun. Would have been Fableman's. Awesome. Have you seen it? I haven't. It's about I heard him, it's right? Great. Yeah, I want to I see that. I feel like that would be really Oh, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 That's I, my number one. What's excellent. your number two? Uh, give me Tarantino. Okay. Can't, yeah. fault, can't fault you for that one either. Yeah, give me Tarantino. I love him so much. I maybe don't love, um, like, I, I maybe don't adore his films. Like, I adore the other guys on this list. But he's just so consistent. Yeah. I think that every movie of his is above a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Like, it's just all 8 out of 10 or better. I think Inglorious Bastards and Django are masterpieces. Yep. Um, I like Pulp Fiction. I like it a lot less than everybody else. But I do like it. I think it's a really, really good comedy. Pulp Fiction makes me laugh harder than any movie I know. Um, uh, yeah, just Tarantino's the freaking man. I love that guy. Yeah, fair enough. Number two, as a as a Marvel guy, you can't fault me for this one because they gave us. If you're talking about hit after hit after hit, give me the Russo brothers. Oh yeah, starting with Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, excuse me. Yeah, and then giving us Civil War, and yep. then giving us Infinity War. Yep. Pardon. Yep. And Endgame. 
And Endgame? Yeah, and Give you, me the, oh, and I love the Gray you Man. You love the Gray Man. Gray Man was like yeah. one of my favorite movies yeah, last yeah, yeah. year. They hit. I yeah. love them. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, they also directed some of my favorite episodes of Arrested Development. Oh, I did not know They're that. They're great comedy directors. They're great comedy directors. I could see that. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. They were also involved in a Community as well, which is a very popular comedy yeah. show. Yeah, it is. Um, um, my three, give me Fincher. Give me David Fincher. Uh, I adore Fight Club. Obviously, Fight you're Club just, is great. You just heard me talk about uh, Social Network, which I love so much. I love. I, I really like Zodiac. I think it's a little long. I really love Seven. I think it's re- a little slow. But God, Fincher's movies move at a pace. I freaking love Fincher. He's definitely at the three spot. Fair enough. Fair yep. enough. Um, I wasn't sure um, about some of these. Uh, John Favreau was maybe going to take my three spot. I mean, Elf, he started the MCU. He's given us some great Mandalorian stuff. Absolutely. I mean, um, so I could put him in there. I just wanted to Chef. give him... Chef. I yep. haven't seen it. Oh, it's great. But I, I wanted to give him an honorable mention. I went with Dave Filoni just because he's given us a bunch of Star Wars goodness, but I also know that he directed a few episodes of my favorite show, show of, all of all time, time. which is Avatar Last Airbender. Yes. Because he has that little thing on his resume, I gave it to him. Dave Filoni's the man. Yeah. He has given us some of the best stuff in Star Wars ever. Dave Filoni is the man. At my four spot, give me Cooper Rafe. I know you've never heard of him. He is an upcoming filmmaker. Uh, he made a movie called Shit House, which is great. It's a coming-of-age story. And then he made uh, a movie that came out this year called Cha-Cha Real Smooth, also kind of co- uh, coming-of-age movie. Uh, uh, with Dakota Johnson, his her company signed him. He's unbelievable. He's the lead actor in both of those movies, but he's the director. He just, the way he tells stories, I love him. I Maybe he's not my fourth favorite director of all time, but he's definitely the guy that the next 10 things he makes, I'm going to watch the shit out of. I'm just so excited for the future for Cooper Ray. I like that one. So, I mean, both of his movies, I've given nine out of 10. Yeah. Like, so if you're... If you're batting 90%, I got to put you on on any list. So maybe he's just an honorable mention and I should be giving it to somebody else, but that's my pick. I was that. I was about to roast you, but it's a positivity episode and oh. I stopped myself. What were you going to say? You said he's batting 9 out of 10 for a good movie as I was going to say you're batting like 0 out of 10 on good opinions. Oh, that's hilarious. But, <laughs> we could clink about like, oh, okay, okay. Um, number 4, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Oh no, yeah, no, that was a joke. But um, no, we're gonna see Cocaine Bear this weekend. I'm sure it'll be freaking fantastic. We might go today. Yeah, we might go it today. Came out today. Yeah, yeah. We weren't at the premiere. We failed, guys. I expect to be invited to Cocaine Shark. <laughs> if we don't, if we don't get invited to Cocaine Shark, I'm going to quit. We're ending the podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We've got probably a year and a half, two years on that. Uh, that was our. That was that was it, right? Yeah. Favorite actors. Let's do favorite actors. You want me to start? Yeah. You're, I'm going to hit strong here to start. Uh, I like this guy because he seems like a great guy in person. Um, what I've seen in interviews and, and the stories about him, I've seen him in concert. He is in my second favorite movie of all time, and he plays a superhero. You can't not love him, Hugh Jackman. Phenomenal pick. Yeah. Love Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I mean, his, his versatility, he's done Broadway. He's a great singer. He seems like a great guy. Um, he does Wolverine, but then goes and... and, and does these musicals. Does Les Mis. Yeah, Les Mis. And I mean, he's on Broadway right now. He's the music man. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, and the, the concert that I saw, he was just on the entire time. He played different characters. He was singing different songs. Um, he interacted with people in the audience. Um, Hugh he, Jackman's the man. Yeah, he's the man. Hugh Jackman's the man. Great pick. Uh, my number one actor, Andy Serkis. Talented. We... Probably, you probably would have seen this coming, if you know me. I freaking adore the Planet of the Apes movies. I think Caesar is a top two character of all time, at least personally for me. Um, uh, Andy Serkis is phenomenal as every CGI character ever. He's unbelievable as Gollum. I've never seen Lord of the Rings, but I've seen the clips. Yeah. Unbelievable. Obviously, he's unbelievable as the the uh, ape Caesar, but he's. I think he's great as Snoke. You can say whatever you want, but he is so great when he's like... Uh, come here and whatever. He's just so yeah. slimy and gross. Yeah. And he's great. I mean, and and then his live action stuff is maybe even better. He's. I don't think he's the best Alfred in the world. Me neither. But he, he is he didn't un- do terrible. Unbelievable as Kino Loy in Andor. 
He is oh, in wow. Andor. Okay, so so let me get this straight. Uh-huh. He's two Star Wars things. Yes. He's in Lord of the Rings. Yes. He's in DC as Alfred. Yes. He's in Marvel he's, as Ulysses Claw. He's Claw. Whoa. And he's amazing as Claw. <laughs> he's so good. I was so mad when they killed him. That that trailer, when the, the Comic-Con trailer for Black Panther, and he's like, El Dorado when he's got the arm and because he doesn't have the other arm and he's stuck to the chair he was like El Dorado amazing I love 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 Andy Serkis number two everyone's favorite comedic hot guy Ryan Reynolds oh yeah we all have crushes on excellent him. pick excellent pick yeah. another guy that just seems like a good guy in real life yep. kills every role he's in mm-hmm. um, I mean he's Deadpool um, all of his free guy was good um, yeah, it's just it's just hard not to like him. Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern was great. Ryan Reynolds is the man. You just say Green Lantern was great? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Denver's over there looking yeah, at yeah. me. She's like, don't argue. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, Hugh Jackman and Ryan. Oh, and I, I got I kind of got the pair there. You do the friends. Oh, the, you're uh, so that's... excited for <laughs> well, well, for uh, oh, Deadpool three is gonna be great. It's yeah. gonna be the best. Yeah. Uh, uh, Killian Mur- Murphy is my two. Cool. Uh, I know a lot of people love him and adore him from Peaky Blinders. I watched Peaky Blinders because I loved him in other things. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know Peaky Blinders. Like, I love him, and he's great in Peaky Blinders, but, like, he carries Inception for me. He is by far the best part of Inception for me, and I think he's just he steals every scene he's in for the longest time. He was my number one favorite actor. And Andy, even over Andy Serkis with the Planet of the Apes movies, Andy Serkis overtook him with Andor. Yeah. Like, that's how good, how much I love Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy's the man. We've got a good list going so far. Yes. Um, number three, I'm putting this guy on the list. Well, number one, because I've been in the same room as him. Ooh. I just remembered that. Ooh. And number two, because, like, straight just talent. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know about him as a person or, like, everything he's been in, but what I've seen him in is massively impressive to me. Yeah. When I saw him in the movie The Guilty on Netflix, and then I saw Nightcrawler, I was Jake when Gyllenhaal. Were you in the same room with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I was invited to a screening for Ambulance, his movie last year. He was there, and um, Michael Bay was there. Wow! They all walked in, introduced the movie. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's the man, dude. And he's in. Um, so I've seen him in The Guilty, Nightcrawler, all that. Obviously, he's Mysterio, so he's been in Marvel. I like that. Um, I want to see Donnie Darko. And, I was about to say, have you seen Donnie and Darko? And I haven't seen The Prisoners. It's great. And prisoner, the Prisoners are, uh, has been said uh, to be really prisoners good. Prisoners is great. I will leave it at that. All right. So, yeah, he's my third. What you got? This individual won an Oscar for a role that many, many people adore in a movie called Whiplash. And yet, that oh. is still not his best role. J.K. Simmons yeah, he's is good. the man. J- anything that J.K. Simmons is in, I'll watch. I watch every freaking Farmers commercial because <laughs> I love J.K. Just Simmons to hear him so talk. much. He's so great. Uh, there's a Coen Brothers movie called Burn After Reading that is not, I did not like this movie. It's got George Clooney, Brad Pitt, crazy cast. Tilda Swinton's in it, crazy, crazy cast. I did not like this movie, Okay. But J.K. Simmons at the end is like an FBI agent who's just dealing with budgets. And he's, it's just the situation is the biggest pain in the ass for him. And he's just like, can you just deal with it? You just deal with it? It's the funniest scene I've ever seen ever. I love J.K. Simmons so much. And his best role. I mean, let's not get it started animated. He's Omni-Man. Oh, yeah. Everything. Uh, he's oh, part of our set just fell. Oh, dear. Um, he's in Avatar. Well, he's in the, the Legend of Korra. Yes. Uh, he's a voice in that. Yes. And everything he voices. I hear he's excellent in yeah, that. Yeah, everything he voices. Everything he voices. He's and hilarious. I haven't seen Whiplash. I want to mainly just because of the scenes I've seen of him. He's amazing. Yeah. He deserved the Oscar. And yet, it's not his best role. Which, which is? J. Jonah Jameson. No question. <laughs> no question. It w- the, just like 30 seconds. From page? Sit down. Shut up. Give me that. <laughs> from page to screen, yeah. there is no better. There is literally, I cannot, none better. Like where it's page to screen, perfect. Yeah. It is, there's nothing better. I can't name an actor better. You can't tell me, like you, you there's nobody better in, in terms of page to screen, yep. period. He is masterful. In a, yeah. We have a page six problem. We have a page, page one, one problem. problem. <laughs> in, your wife is on the line. line. 
<laughs> and they're asking like, which flowers do you want whichever one's cheaper oh every line is so good yeah i mean his last line in, in spider-man 2 when his son gets left at the altar altar he goes tell the caterer not to open the caviar it's incredible so good it's incredible last one for me yep um i mean honorable mention to jim carrey he meant a lot to me growing absolutely. up absolutely kind of in the same vein of comedic actor that meant a lot to me. Um, I got to go Robin Williams. Excellent pick. Legend. Yes. The genie. Yep. Um, it was in Pan. Yep. Um, uh, Hook. Thank you. Yes. I was like, there's a Pan movie. It's not good. Yeah. But he's in Hook. Um, he's obviously in Goodwill Hunting. Yes. Great in that. Yes. Um, and then Dead Poet Society. Yes. Wonderful. Um, so he's, he's really good. And obviously I, I, I take into account on most of these, like who they are in real life. That man was like that all the time. And he, his stand up is amazing. I also watched Mork and Mindy growing up, like the TV show that got him started. He's wonderful in that. Um, you can't find anything that he was bad in. And that's like crazy. He's really good in serious roles too. Yep. In, in a Nolan called Insomnia takes place in Alaska. He murders a girl and he's like the villain of the movie and he's really good in it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a weird, creepy killer and he's great in it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's your four pick. Great pick. In not the same vein, but um, obviously rest in peace, yep. Robin Williams. Um, not in the same vein, but somebody that's retired who's unfortunately due to his age probably on his way out and we will be singing his praises for the rest of time is... Michael Caine, mm. legend of the sport. You yeah. want to talk about a guy that has just been an absolute machine his whole career. It's Michael freaking Caine. That guy is the man. He's obviously the best Alfred. Yep. He is phenomenal in every role he's in. And young Michael Caine is a machine. Jaws 4, The Revenge, is one of the worst movies of all time. It's considered one of Michael Caine's paycheck pictures. Yeah. That, his performance, makes that movie tolerable. Hey, hey. He's an interstellar baby. Yeah, I know. I, he's in every Nolan other than, like, following, like, the old, early ones. I don't think he's in Memento. But, like, he's just... Nolan did Memento, too? Yeah, Memento. You didn't know that? I That's did like not. That was, like, his first, like, big one. Oh, dude, that one's trippy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you like that it's backwards? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. it's both. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, so is Tenet, but you don't like Tenet. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, great. I think, I think all of our, li I think our director's list was great. I think our actor's list was great. Our movie's list was great. Look great at us. Four. We're great. Love it. We're great. Love it. Because they're favorites. They're not best. This, this is, is awesome. Fun. I'm having a great time. I don't time. have to hate you like all the time. No, no. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. What do you want to do now? I want to teach you some stuff. Is that okay? Let's, yeah, let's yeah, hear so, it. So we're going to go over some, if you have questions as we go along, I'm going to teach you guys at home some just interesting facts that I've gotten questions about online, some things that you may not know about the industry and the entertainment industry, that kind of stuff. So this is what we're going to do. I've got two kind of Marvel things that I'm going to teach you and, and, and a Disney thing. So these are all questions I got from 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 the internet yeah, um, right. and things that I'm going to explain. So which one do you want first? Marvel 1, Marvel 2, or Disney 1? Marvel 2. Marvel 2 is how many times in the movies, or just how many times in general, did Loki die? You could probably figure this out, but I'm going to go through it. And if you have questions, um, feel free to ask. So this is every time Loki died in the MCU. Thor 2011, Loki wasn't killed in his first apparent death when during Thor's climax, he falls from Asgard's shattered rainbow bridge mm -hmm. and into the depths of space. Yep, I remember that. He lets go. Yep. yep. He'd rather let go than be saved and live in Asgard where he is not the king, basically. Yes. Then, again, in the next Thor, Thor 2 movie... In 2013, after Loki is broken out of prison by Thor to help him cure Jane Foster and destroy the Aether, he is mortally wounded by Cursed. As he lay dying in his brother's arms, Loki told Thor that he didn't do it for Odin before he took his last breath. And we all thought he died then, but then at the end Would have been a great death. But then at the Not end of the, the movie... Not the best movie, but yeah. Yeah, then in the after credit scene, he's... He's Odin. He's Odin. So... Uh, in Thor Ragnarok, he doesn't fake die. So we get one movie with him that is not fake well, He doesn't fake die in Avengers. In, in Avengers either. Um, he does get beat, though. In Infinity War 2018, the only legitimate death that Loki has suffered was at the literal hand of Thanos, the Mad Titan. Mm -hmm. In the prologue for Avengers Infinity War, when he snapped his neck with his bare hand. Yeah. 
that was a pretty grueling scene when I first I watched like it. I like when his eyes like kind of pop out. That yeah, was and he, and he kind of kind of kind of goes blue. Yeah, uh, that really set the tone for that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like we were we didn't know what to expect. I remember watching this opening night, and then it opens with like all Asgardians dying, Heimdall dying, Loki really dying, Hulk getting beat, and everyone in the theater was just silent. Yep. And Loki, the TV show, 2022. While Loki may have died in Infinity War, another variant of him didn't when he escaped with a Tesseract in Avengers Endgame. Correct. After subduing all the TVA agents, Loki attempts to have a heart-to-heart with Sylvie before abruptly being pruned by the TVA judge. Yes. And this seemed like another death. Yes. Uh, This death proves to be another unsurprising fake-out that leaves Loki in the presence of four other Lokis. It's so good. Ugh. Loki is the best. Yes. You really like Loki. I love What's that? Loki. What, what, what place is that called that he gets sent to? Do we know? Oh, I forget. Shame on us. Comment below. Yeah. Um, we have we have multiple Loki things on our set. Miss Minutes is behind you. Yep. And we've got a Loki little Lego minifigure back there. We love Loki here. So that is um, how many movie or how many times Loki died in the MCU. So four, if yeah. you include the TV show. I saw some website that kind of said five maybe, um, but those are the three in the movie and one in the, the TV show yeah. where Loki seemingly died. Yep. What do you want next? Uh, let me get Disney one. All right, let's do Disney. So are Pixar movies, Disney movies? Yes. Okay. Because I get reamed about this all the time. I, I people always say this. I, I go up to people and I say, can I do some Disney trivia? Then I ask them Pixar questions. And so many of the comments are like, he only asked Pixar questions, not Disney questions. I'm like, it's the same thing. Now, a lot of people have asked, why do all the Pixar movies include a Disney Castle logo at the start? Very good question. It is a good question because uh, I'll explain They why. didn't acquire Pixar until like 07 or something. You might be wondering this because some people see Pixar movies as separate than straight Disney movies. Also, even Star Wars and Marvel, which are Disney-owned franchises, do not open with a Disney Castle. Correct. So there are a couple things to unpack here. Let's start with the fact that Disney bought Pixar in 2006 for $7.4 billion. <laughs> What? Yep. They only bought Star Wars for $4 billion. $7.4 billion. They had already produced Toy Story, Finding Nemo, some really big hitters. So it's a bit more obvious why every movie since then would have the Disney logo. Of course. But that begs the question, why on Pixar but not Star Wars and Marvel? Yes. There are uh, a few explanations for this. Number one, since the 80s, Disney has reserved their logo for explicitly family-friendly content. Number two, Disney was. I didn't know that. Number two, Disney was forced to abide by the agreements of the studios prior to their acquisition. For example, film rights for Spider-Man with Sony and Paramount Brown, and Paramount Paramount branding in all MCU Phase One movies, even though they got it before the Avengers, and also things like, um, like theme park rides, like they can't do a Hulk ride in, in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Number three, Disney has a collaborative leadership style allowing both Marvel Studios and Lucasfilm significant independence in managing their products. I'm sure that's somewhat true with Pixar as well, but it's more of a merger there as opposed to just an acquisition. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't Um, agree more. So that's that's the reasons why it's not on Star Wars and Lucasfilm Lucasfilm and and Marvel, but it is on Pixar. Now, but what about the movies before 2006? Yes. Like Toy Story and Finding Nemo. They, those still have the Disney logo. Because they had the Disney logo in 95, no? That's correct. Yeah. That's right. So, because even, this is because even though Pixar made the movies, Walt Disney Pictures distributed each of their movies, starting with Toy Story. No kidding. So even though Toy Story was the first Pixar movie and Disney did not own them, every single Pixar movie we've seen since Toy Story has been distributed by uh, Walt Disney Pictures. It is standard for a movie to open with a credit to the film's distributor, like Lionsgate's Films, Paramount Pictures, Warner Brothers, that kind of stuff. So that's why it's much easier to say like Pixar movies are Disney movies. Fascinating. Yep. That's really interesting. Like All right, that. let's close it out with Marvel 1. I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to know it. Okay. But I'm going to explain a little bit about it. Okay. About this person. Okay. Who is the president of Marvel Studios? Kevin our Lord and Savior, Feige. Absolutely. That's the correct and obvious answer. He's the president of Marvel Studios and the primary producer of the Marvel Cinematic Universe franchise since 2007. He basically helped give us one of the best and most expansive film franchises of all time. Yep. Without question. But who is this guy? And how did he do this? 
He was like a producer, right? Yeah. So where did this guy come from? Is he human? Is he some sort of deity sent to us from Mount Olympus? Uh, so obviously we kind of want to build a shrine to this guy. So I'm going to give you a little backstory on him. Here we go. So Feige grew up in Feige grew up in New Jersey and has apparently always been a movie and comic book guy. Uh, he actually got rejected from USC's film school. Wow. How many times? I don't know. Five. Wow. Can you imagine getting rejected five times in anything? Can you imagine being USC now? Right? Being able to have him as your alumni and now you don't. Well, not true because he basically just had it in his mind that he wanted to go there and he just kept applying until he got in. He got in on the sixth time? He finally got in and while there he got an internship working under some producers and then later a job as a production assistant. Holy moly. That job was walking dogs and getting lunches and washing cars, says the executive. Oh but my god! But at the time, Feige thought his lowly position was a big deal. I thought I'd made it, he tells NPR. I thought I had reached the pinnacle of success in Hollywood. So he worked with Lauren Donner, who produced the X-Men movies. Mm -hmm. So this is where he's kind of getting, getting a start. During this time, Feige went from production assistant to actual producer. He also caught the eye of Avi Arad, the former Marvel Entertainment CEO. Avi Arad. Thank who you. Who we hate. Oh, we hate him. He is Obviously. responsible for everything Spider-Man. Every like bad thing you can think of for Spider-Man, he is responsible. He is responsible for forcing Sam Raimi to put Venom in Spider-Man 3, which makes that movie not, quite as, a, not as great. Quite a mess. He is responsible for the amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Literally anything bad you can think of in those movies. The parents... Yeah. All Avi Arad. And Marvel's big thing when they said, we want to work with you because we want to use Spider-Man in the MCU, their big thing was Avi Arad can't be anywhere near our MCU Spider-Man. Nice. Okay. But he gave Kevin Feige a start. Yeah, so, so uh, caught the eye of Avi Arad, the former Marvel Entertainment CEO and founder of Marvel Studios. Yeah. So Feige officially joined Marvel in 2000, 23 years ago. And was the producer for Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk. Yes. So this is where it's starting. In 2007, he was promoted to his current position as the Marvel Studios president, a.k.a. Fearless Feige, a.k.a. the Grandmaster, a.k.a. the Fi Guy, a.k.a. Daddy Marvel. Yep. I love it. I see another one of your daddies. Probably. Yep. Good pick. Getting a long list here. Very. Very long list. Yeah. So... What should I talk about next? What would y'all like to learn next? Comment below. Comment on all the TikToks. Follow us, whatever. I can I can write up a little thing and teach y'all a little something every other week or something. Yeah. Um, but now you've learned a little bit about Pixar, Disney, Marvel, Loki. Here you go. There you go. Hell yeah. Next. What do we got now, boss? We always do trivia. I was thinking some trivia. And we always punish each other. Yes, but today is a positive episode. Positive. So, so we are... Giving each other prizes. Excellent. You, you want to win some cash? You want to, yeah. You want to go first? You want to. shall I? Meaning you ask me questions first? Up to you. Sure. All right. I've got my trusty questions right here. Unfortunately, I have 10 questions for you. They are MCU related. Unfortunately, you've already guaranteed yourself the answer to one of them. So I'll start with that one. <laughs> okay. Here, here's the, the prize. Oh, excellent. Here we go. Thank you. For one dollar. So, so I'm not getting slapped in the face this week. No, you're not. This is great. You're not having the snort salt? No. I'm not having duct tape put on my legs no, and arms? No, we're winning money. It's, this is way better. Oh, clink me. Oh, why don't we do this more often? For one dollar. Yep. In which MCU movie does Loki die first? Actually die or fake die? I mean, he dies in Thor. There you go. Yep. That's what I was looking Woo! for. I got a dollar. All right, you got a dollar. See, that sucked. That was one of my harder questions. <laughs> as soon as you started dying, I was like, oh, no. Hey, now if you do a Marvel trivia game at home, you're, you're more prepared. What supervillain does Rumlo become? Crossbones. Correct. Oh, I'm good. Give me that. Where does the Red Skull get transported after Cap 1? Vormir. Correct. Yeah. I love how this is like so easy for us, but like a person walking on the street would literally think we're speaking in another language. This test, a dear friend of mine recently messaged me, and we'll read some comments a little bit later, yeah. but uh, this test, a friend of mine recently referred to it, our trivia games, as an excellent test for autism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, here's here, This is a little bit harder. Okay. Um, Ant-Man appears in how many MCU films? Um, I'm typing it. I'm writing it down. 
I'm not as worried because I'm not going to get slapped. Mm -hmm. So I could just take a guess. I could mm -hmm. think through it a little bit more. I know Falcon appears in Ant-Man. Correct. Um, I'm trying to think if Ant-Man has any other cameos. Uh, I'm just going to go with this. He's in three Ant-Mans. He's obviously in Infinity War and Endgame. And then he's in Civil War. So I'm going to go six. He is not obviously in Infinity War. He's not in Infinity War oh, at I'm, all. I'm an idiot. I was like, oh, yeah, he shows up at the base and teaches them about time travel. But that's only an Endgame. Only an Endgame. So unfortunately yeah. not. But okay. yeah, a little bit tripped you up there. All right. Uh, here's a true or false. Maria Hill is present at the party where they all try and lift Mjolnir in Avengers Age of Ultron. True. Correct. Yeah, give me that. Boop. In what movie is Quicksilver introduced in the MCU? Mm, introduced. He's in an end credit scene. That's what I'm looking for. I want the, end, uh, the movie of the end credit scene. I don't want Ultron. Darn it. Just think about what comes before Ultron and what would make sense. I think uh, you can tell me if it's one of these two. I think it's either Winter Soldier or Iron Man 3. Is it either of those? Well, I'm going to guess one of those. So if, right. I'm, if I'm already wrong. No, you're not already wrong. Um, I, I, Iron Man makes more sense. But I have a feeling it's Winter Soldier. I'm just going to say Winter Soldier. Let's go. Nice work. Because it's Strucker. It's Strucker right like when Hydra's files have been released and he's like, Hydra, Shield, oh, they're all dead. And he says the line about uh, two sides of a coin that is no longer in currency. Exactly. Ooh, I'm good. Very good line. <laughs> nice work. That always stuck with me. I thought it was a good line. It is a good line. All right. Um, so then what MCU movie does Loki die first? I already asked that. Who kills Echo's father in Hawkeye? Did you not watch Hawkeye? I did, but I just uh, TV shows don't stay with me. Wow. Uh, I'm just going to guess uh, Kingpin. Hawkeye as Ronan. Who's Echo? The deaf one. Uh, She's getting her own show. Oh, my God. Like so, it's, is, so is Agatha. No, it's like, it's like that Echo is like the first show that comes out next year. All right. Interesting. I'm fine with this. I'm email. shocked you didn't know that. Wow. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, duh. Well, that was, that was the whole point of the show. <laughs> yeah, that he, yeah, yeah. What line is the only deviation that Vin Diesel's character makes from I am Groot? Yeah, he says we are Groot at Correct. the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. Correct. I've got two more for you. These are a little bit harder. Okay. Daniel Kaluuya plays Wakabi yep. in Black Panther. Yep. Which tribe is he a part of? In Wakanda. They say it a bunch of times. It's the only one that they say a lot. Yeah, I know. It's the... Um, Darn it. Hold on. What is it? The Border Tribe. Oh, just the Border Tribe. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Oh, you wouldn't have gotten no, that? How about gone. Infinity War? Have you gotten a hold of the Border Tribe? No, most of them are, are gone. Whatever. They say the Border Tribe a billion times. Yeah. It's all right. All right. Last one. This is the hardest one. You're going to need to put your thinking cap on. Okay. How many MCU projects, movies, and TV? Goodness. You asked these where I have to calculate and count up a bunch. Has Wong appeared in? No, I'm just going to guess some random number. Right. Uh, so he's in two Doctor Stranges, obviously. He's in Endgame. Um, um, he's in... He's obviously in She-Hulk. He's in No Way Home. Six. Eight. You missed Shang-Chi. Duh. And you missed What If. Excellent work. You Thank won you. some money. I made six dollars. Excellent. Six dollars. And here you go. Thanks. All right. You're a big Star Wars guy, so we're doing Star Wars. I am. So we are. Just to show off some, uh, some of your skills here. Well, let's do it. Okay. I'm going to eat. That's great audio for the pod. I'll yell at you. I know it's the positivity episode. You want a hard one to start? No. Or an easy one? Whatever you want. Who kissed Leia first? Han or Luke? This is an easy one. Luke. Luke is correct. Rose. Okay, I cannot do this. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I love you. Positivity episode. Can't do it. Which bounty hunter 
and the Empire Strikes Back is wearing an old costume from a Doctor Who episode. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let's think about it. I assume it's not Boba Fett. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's not Boba Fett. I assume it's not IG... That one's IG-88, the one from Mando's 11. So, I assume it's not IG-88 because he is the thing from the cantina. So, that leaves Zuckus, Forlom, and Dengar. I don't think it's Forlom because he is a C-3PO with a different head. He's a protocol droid. So, it's either Zuckus or Dengar. Hmm. Dengar's kind of got like a Star Wars chest plate here, and Zuckus looks really weird, so I'm going Zuckus. It is very impressive that you named three that I didn't know. I only knew IG. It's Dengar? I only knew IG88 and Boba Fett. What about Bosk? I forgot Bosk. Is it Bosk? I knew Bosk, yeah. Is it Bosk? It's Bosk. Yeah. I'm going to kill myself. Oh, wait, that sucks. You didn't get a dollar for Luke. There you okay. go. That sucks. I, I can't you... believe I forgot Bosk. I wouldn't have guessed Bosk, though. Maybe I would have. I don't know. Zuckus looks weird. Babu Frick is first seen in what Star Wars movie? Rise of Skywalker. That's correct. You love The Last Jedi. I do. We see a tourist and gambling destination. Name either the planet or the city. Cantobite. Cantobite is the city. Nice job. What's the planet? Cantonica. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. What is the largest annual pod race in the world? Or in the galaxy, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's, you don't know the name of it from is Phantom it, Menace? Is it Phantom Menace? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it Boonta Eve? The Boonta Eve classic. Yeah, fire. Nice job. I didn't I didn't think it was the Phantom Menace one. Yeah, that's the only one you could name. I was assuming it was a Clone Wars thing or something. Or like Rebels. Right, you might have heard this before. Which character is partially named after George Lucas's son? Oh. I'll give you a hint if you don't know. Yeah, give me the hint. Um, He has seen... Obi-Wan has a conversation with this character near the beginning of Attack of the Clones. Dexter Jetster. Yep. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that. That's interesting. All right. Nice job. Oh, I'm have... not giving you money. Yeah, Dexter it's okay. Jester, it's okay. Canto Bite. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Rise whatever. of Skywalker. There you go. Woo, Four bucks. Money. Name the actor who has appeared in both a Star Wars movie and as a Weasley in Harry Potter. Is there only one? I only know of one, so I'm expecting you to say him. Dom Hall Gleason. That's correct. General Hux. Yep. And, and Bill, I believe. Yes, Bill. What does Obi-Wan say immediately after killing General Grievous? So uncivilized. uncivilized. Nice job. Which is such a brilliant callback. Not as lazy or as clumsy as a blaster. A more elegant weapon from a more civilized age. That's Alec Guinness. You're right. And to do the so uncivilized with the blaster is so good. So good. Mwah. Um, you're a Lego guy. I am. What year did the Lego Star Wars line start? I'll give you some options. No. Don't give me options. No, I'm going to go. So it, it was, I'll kiss you straight on the mouth if it, you get this. It was pre-Phantom Menace. So I know that they did something right before Phantom Menace came out. Because they had the Phantom Menace line, but they also had like the originals line. So it's between 98 or 99. Um, God, I don't want to go too early. I'm going to go 99. Holy crap. Kiss me. <laughs> I bowed down to you. I put options in there because I was like, oh, it's going to be no. too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because they had that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I th- I think you passed the test, which means you're that that means you're autistic, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know definitely. the year, the Lego no, Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, definitely. Uh, that felt pretty good to we're get. We're going to get canceled for that. How one. many more are we getting? Last one. All right. What character is responsible for the death of Jabba the Hutt? Easy. Oh, Princess Leia. Are yeah. you serious? Save the easy one for last. I hate when you do that. <laughs> All right, clink me. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Nice work. We did the, We talked about the giveaway, so. Hot seat. Let's do hot seat. Let's do it. Hot seat. We basically put three minutes on the clock. He asks whatever he wants, and I answer. Three, two, one, go. If you had no budget, like you just have a trillion dollars, what would be the best possible gift you could get me? Ooh. <laughs> like you can get me whatever, whenever, the best gift for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get you, oh, you really like that lightsaber back there. I would I would get you as many lightsabers as you want, and um, 
like a lifetime pass to anything Star Wars related at Disney World. Very nice. So, so they have like that um, new uh, like hotel yes. resort. Yes, I'm dying that, to try it. That Star Wars. Invite us. You could go stay there whenever you wanted. That's very nice of you. Thank yeah. you, buddy. That, that was very nice of you. Um, I wanted to ask if you could let anybody in your lifetime let any of them know how much they mean to you. Who would it be and what would you say to them? Anybody. So you could say Robin Williams. You could thank Robin Williams. This is this is a positivity episode and my answer is going to be really, really depressing. So oh, we're just okay. going to like move along. Um, her name was Hannah. I had a, I had a friend. She was my crush and homecoming date in, in, in high school and she killed herself. So I, w- I would tell her that people love her and that's basically it. Wow. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Very sad. Yes. Okay. We'll stick to more positive things. <laughs> Sorry to bring it down. No. Do you have a favorite joke in any of the Spider-Man movies? Ooh. Oh, uh, for some reason, it really, really sticks with me when he says, um, are you going into battle as a cool youth pastor? Yeah. That one's really good. And yep. then they say, um, we're going to kick some ass. And he says, we're going to cure, 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 cure some cure. ass. Yeah. I, I laugh out loud every single time I saw it in the theaters. And sometimes I was the only one laughing out loud. And I yeah. thought that was not fair. Yeah, no, there's some really good No Way Home jokes. Um, uh, if you could play any character in the MCU that isn't already taken, who would it be? Like a new character. Like what's a character from the comics? Maybe a made-up character? Would you want to be a sidekick? Would you want to be a friend? What would you want to do in the MCU now? Because you can't be Spider-Man. Yeah, well, we haven't seen Nightcrawler, but... And I really like Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's I'd great. I'd love to have those powers and like see myself on screen have those powers. But yeah. I know he's also like not American. He's got an accent and stuff. Correct. Yes. Um, but I, but I'll say him if, if if I think of another one, I'll let you know. Nightcrawler's a good pick. Nightcrawler's yeah. a good pick. Okay. What MCU project are you most looking forward to in the next five years? Shang Chi two. I don't oh, know. Yeah. If, I don't know if that's a thing or if it's coming out in the next five years. Yeah. I'm sure it will be. I'm um, sure it will. Shang Chi and the Avengers. So yeah. So Kang Dynasty yeah. and. The other one, what's it called? Secret Wars. Oh yeah, that's a good pick. And uh, how many time do how much time do I like on that? Yeah, one more. Okay, who is your favorite Rick and Morty character? Um, they have so many weird ones. I my personal pick is Mister Poopy Butthole. Yeah, he he's a good reoccurring character. He's funny. So good. Um, um, I hate Jerry, but he's funny. Um, Mr. Meeseeks is also really annoying, but that was a great episode. One of my favorites of all time. I mean, my favorite character is just Rick yes. because he has the most consistently just like hilarious gotcha lines. Yep. So I'll say Rick. Okay. Good pick. All right. All right. Your turn. All right. Three, two, one. Um, top two or three things you love about doing the pod. You know, the other night I was watching Winter Soldier. With my girlfriend. Yeah. And I was in the middle of it and I was reminded about what a freaking masterclass that movie is. And I was thinking to myself, God, I could talk about this on the pod. I could talk about this on the pod. I could talk about this on the pod. And then I thought to myself, God, this is my job is to be watching this movie. TikTok would not want you to would want you to not talk about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. TikTok's mean. Yeah. And then um uh number two, uh you know, yeah, we have a good time. I really like you. I really like working with you. You're, right, you're, you're, you're a lot of fun to work with. What would you do if I got us a horse and named it Deborah? Oh, don't get me excited. I've got a little chub going right now. <laughs> What's your favorite thing I've done recently? The other day, I was in an emergency situation and needed a car and you were not awake. And... So I had to Uber somewhere, but I needed a car. And as soon as I got back, the first thing you said to me was, next time, just knock on my door. I'll let you use my car. And that really, really meant a lot to me. What's uh, the number one thing you want to accomplish with the podcast? Number one thing. I would like it to be my full-time job. I would like to quit every job I have and just make money from the podcast. That'd be so freaking cool. Yes. Um, One through 10, how happy would you be if I just said a curse word right now? Uh, Uh-uh. 1,800 out of 10. Oh my, I would start crying tears of joy. Uh, what sentence, what phrase would you want me to say? You got like 10, 10 words. I'll say anything. I'm, I not, would, I'm I, not doing it. It's got to be the F word. Yeah. It, but, like something about the F word. I don't want to, to hear you say Jesus f- 
I, I wouldn't. Because you... Yeah, well, I wouldn't say it anyways. But. Right, like, but like, oh my gosh, I just want to hear you say the F word so, so bad. just that? Just what the f***? Okay. Um, One day I'm going to say a take so preposterous that you're going to go, what the f***? I'm going to lose my mind. Um, what's something that you are proud of about yourself? I have very good relationships with most of the people in my life. And I get along with a lot of people and I like a lot of people and uh, I also make a lot of money. <laughs> okay. I'm about to hit a million subscribers. Yes, you are. Are you proud of me? Of course. Um, where'd you get that shirt? eBay. I really? You didn't e actually get it at Disneyland? That was kind of a joke. No, look, it's from 2013. You didn't go to Disneyland in 2013? No, uh, no, it, it's a 2X. <laughs> Definitely not. Would you enjoy going to a Rams game with me? You have no idea. You have no idea. Hey, SoFi, oh. let's make it happen. Let's do a pod at SoFi. How many hats do you have? Ooh, I do not know. I have quite a bit. Yeah, I was walking in your room earlier. Don't ask. And I saw a lot of hats. I have a lot of Marlins hats. I was planning the cocaine. I'm really in. Oh, that's good. Um, I was. Re I'm really into like Marlins fitteds, like hat clubs, though. Like right. So um. And then I've got a couple of like Rams hats and, and the like. But yeah, I got a lot of Marlins you, hats. You have you have been lovingly or not so lovingly deemed the hat guy on TikTok. I have been. I love it. I love it. Whether or not they do, I do. You have you have a little. I'm gonna say something slightly mean. Don't take it too personally. This is positivity. Uh, you have a some like a small like following, like a hat guy following of people who enjoy having brain dead takes. Either they agree with me, which is some. Or they just enjoy the chaos. Or they think it's nonsense and they think it's hilarious. Yeah, we need a, we need a name for them because you, you like you're the hat guy. Not a lot of people know you're Alex. I don't care. The hat guy squad or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Oh my gosh. Are we so, obviously we're so grateful for any comment. We don't care if you're flaming us. We don't care if you're laughing with us, if you're laughing at us, if you're adding your friend to say, look at these idiots. We love all of it. Um, but what really, really means the most to us is when we get DMs from you guys, you guys have shared unbelievable, unbelievably personal stories with us in just the several like DMs that we've gotten. And we just appreciate so much your support. And we're so glad that you enjoy watching us because we enjoy nothing more than giving you this content. So a clink for all of you guys. A clink for all of you guys out there that are watching the show, fans of the show, and reach out whenever. Yeah, so I, I mean, I've done social media a very long time. I've done it for almost a decade. Um, and I've gotten... DMs like that before like I've literally they are I'll screenshot them like some of them are like part of my iPhone background so I see yeah. them like literally every day um, and again like the, the the best the most I've ever cried in my life ever was from a DM from someone who's watched my videos and like said that it meant a lot and and, and whatever and I can go through that another time again if we but I will probably cry if I read it um, but the the volume We've only done this like a month. Less than a month. By the time this is out, it'll be more than a month. But yeah. as of recording this, we have been doing this for 28. 28 days. And the amount of people in my life who have gone in your life that have gone out of their way to say something and also multiple people who have opened up about personal things and the comments that we've gotten about, this is helping me. Like now I look forward to every Monday um, or I'm going through something hard right now. And this has been like a bright spot in my life. I've gotten those comments before, but never at this consistency, um, especially with something that's so new, Yes, which is this, which is the most exciting thing for me. We've kind of gone viral on TikTok already. We're, we're, we're getting some other things going. Uh, nothing will keep me going more than those comments. Yes. Um, and we will always um, try our best to, to communicate with y'all and, and, and be happy and, um, and keep y'all happy. Yes. So we're going to keep these coming. Yep. Um, and we're always open to criticism. We're always open yes. to opinions. Oh, uh, we've done the mics a hundred different times <laughs> differently. And apparently we're still doing it wrong. Yeah. Please continue to tell us how to do the mics because we have no idea what we're doing. 
we're going to keep expanding. We're going to try to make every episode better. We're going to try to, you know, if y'all like certain bits, like the hot takes or the hot seat or the whatever. We'll keep them coming. You yeah, let us know. We will do. And feel free to DM us any questions possible. Yeah. The amount of questions I've a- we've answered through the DMs between us and our, our social media person, whether it's, it's favorite video games, favorite movies, favorite actors, least favorite movies, least fa- what's the last video game you played? Da, da, da. All these questions, we, we will answer whatever you want to know, please. Yeah, and obviously we do that on the podcast as one of our Of course, segments. yes. So we're expanding. We're going to work on keeping the episodes coming, the shorts coming. We might be doing like more stuff like if y'all want us to do a Discord or a Reddit or a Patreon, like any of that stuff. We're still all of it's coming. Working on all of that, and like we said, the giveaway. Um, so yeah, hook us up. So link in the description for all of that to, yep. to to join the giveaway and and make sure to follow us. Get us to a thousand or a hundred or whatever on Instagram. Thousand on Instagram. Get us to twenty thousand on TikTok and get us to two thousand on YouTube. We love you. This podcast is here for you. Um, we're here to make you smile and uh, be goofy and, and have people yell Whether you're laughing with us. Or booing us. Or at us. Yeah. Um, Love it. To end off the episode, yeah. I got you a present. No. I, knew, I knew it was going to be a positivity episode. I got you no, a present. Oh, how yeah. nice. It's not as good as the lifetime supply no, of no, Star yeah, Wars No, no, yeah, no problem. It's in a Valentine's Day bag because I'm in love with you. Okay. Is that okay? Yes, of course. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This means the world to me. Oh, what do we got? We got a Blu-ray? Yeah. For those of you that are unaware, Man of Steel is my least favorite movie of all time. You're welcome. There's no movie I hate more than this. It's the Blu-ray. You have a physical copy now. You're welcome. We're back to normal. <laughs>